You're listening to Moms Out Loud. You're tired? Tell me how you're tired. <laughs> what am Maybe I we should fill right? people in. Look at this baby. Do a spit. Do a spit. I feel way from the offer. It's fine. It's fine. Hey guys, I'm Alexa. And I'm Rachel. And today, before we start our episode, we wanted to catch up with you all our week or what we've been doing over the weekend. So go ahead, Rachel. What is new with you? Okay, so not a ton. I'm literally just going to talk about purchases. And you guys are going to be like, I don't care, but I'm excited about this stuff, okay? (laughs) So I'm still going to share. So first things first is Prime Day just happened. And I usually try not to get like super into big sale days. But what we do, we're very strategic because we don't like to spend frivolously and on things we don't want so before prime day happened we made a list of things we have been wanting slash needing for the new house made a list and if there was a good deal we would get it on prime day and so i just i'm only going to mention my favorite things because we got like a actually a lot but you know we just sold a house we had money put aside for it so favorite things from Prime Day, I bought a kitchen faucet and it's the fanciest faucet in the whole world. I love it so much. (laughs) It is matte black and it's a touch on off. So I basically feel like so fancy because I didn't even know I cared about that until I had it. And now it's the best thing in the whole world. And here's a little secret tip if you're shopping on Amazon. So let's say you want something. What you do is... You go to it, the page, and then you scroll down a little and you click like used or open box. And then I always buy the open box stuff because this was $100 off for Prime Day. And then I got an extra $100 off for getting one that had an open box. Yeah. Oh, so, interesting. I got it for like super, super deal. And then the other thing that I got that I'm so excited about is a soda stream. Okay. I, well, Luke and I are both sparkling water connoisseurs. We have sparkling water every single day. We love it. We're like those LaCroix people. I know people hate LaCroix, but we got a... (laughs) They're delicious and you guys are weird, okay? So just try it. But we got a soda stream. I got like the fizzy one-touch bundle, which is usually like close to $200. And I got it for $120, which is uh, the cheapest I've ever seen that ever. A soda stream? I don't know what a soda stream is. What is this? It's a it's a sparkling water machine, so it makes carbonated water. Oh, okay. I figured it was like a machine okay. of some sort, and I was like, "You bought a soda machine?" <laughs> no, I. So we don't drink soda; we drink sparkling water. So, but this will save so much money because a case of like what six Lacroix costs like seven five to seven dollars, and this cost one twenty and. You just refill the air canisters every once in a while. So it'll okay. save a billion dollars, and I'm so happy. So Wow. And I'm trying to think if there's – yeah. I know people who don't care about sparkling water will not get that or understand. But I've had lots of talks with people who do care about sparkling water, and they've always said, I don't like the soda stream because it's not spicy enough, quote-unquote spicy. And um, you're wrong. The fizzy one-touch level one spiciness is freaking spicy guys so if you've been like i don't like the soda i don't like the soda stream it's because you haven't you're not using the fancy one that's why okay yeah and there we go yeah. wow so you have to wait for I'm another like, really good deal <laughs> like, Rachel, 
sometimes what? you say stuff i'm like rachel is a dork <laughs> oh we didn't i thought you knew that i did no sometimes you say things that i'm just like because you're very like into certain things but it's good it's a good thing I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I'm very dork sometimes too, but it's very nice to hear you say these things. Alexa, <laughs> stop. I like what I like, okay? And my parents have always said weird is good, normal yes. is boring. So it's, it's right. They're right, and you're right. And no, I'm just smiling over here. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Stop. Anyway. So Alexa's cute. patronizing me. Anyways, <laughs> no, so. I'm not. <laughs> I like learning new thing. things about you because I'm like, oh, I didn't know that about Rachel. I don't know. Anyway, continue. Gee. Okay. <laughs> the last thing that we <laughs> bought, if you follow me on Instagram, you would already know this because I talked about it in my stories, but I did not share a photo of it yet because it's not all set up nice just yet. But Luke and I bought a record table or what used to be called a stereo because I wanted something for my entertainment center, but I didn't want like run-of-the-mill entertainment center because I like everything to be very functional in my home. I don't like just like, here's a decorative piece for no reason. Um, so I'd been keeping an eye out and looking all over and I just randomly found one and it was only a hundred bucks in perfect condition. Everything worked and Luke and I brought it home. He actually took out like the original record player that was in it and put ours in just because ours is nicer and not from the 40s <laughs> and then yeah. he hooked up um like the original speakers in it and also our speakers to it because we have like big vintage speakers that he's already fixed up that were his dad's and it's really amazing and this morning while I cooked breakfast we listened to a Mary Poppins record and it's nice wow so, yeah that's, that's what I'm that's what well, I'm excited about my big, and I'm looking at things. it and it's very very pretty Rachel sent Thank me you. a picture and it's really cute and it matches the hutch that you got too. I, I just like it. it. Your style of this house is a lot different than the style of your last house, in my opinion, my little, well, little opinion. So, so the reason why is because I've only been decorating a house for what, like not even five years now, almost five years, five years yeah. in September. So I didn't know what I liked. And so right. I just like bought what I thought was cute that was on sale and tried to decorate my house with that. Right. But then it was like hodgepodgey and not intentional. Yeah. And so this house, I'm, I like gave myself a vision. And so I'm still hodgepodgey because I really appreciate that look. But I'm intentional about making sure I love it. I'm not buying it just because it's on sale. I'm not always going to the Target sale section. I'm only buying it in the Target sale section if I love it or thrifting it, you know? Right. Because right. I want it to like... I don't know. I'm going for like tra modern traditional. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. 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 So that's cool. that's new with me. It's literally just me buying stuff. But what's new with you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Well, yeah, we're over here. I mean, I understand this whole buying furniture thing because I'm currently buying furniture too. And just our, our renovation is coming along. Pl uh, things are falling into place. The wires are not hanging it down from my ceiling anymore. We've almost finished oh electrical. Oh my gosh. The it's kitchen so looks nice. amazing. Looks yeah. amazing. Yeah. I'm so excited. And so Lael and I are going back and forth on, are we doing the arch? Are we not doing the arch? Do you want me to start the arch? And I really want, really want an arch. 
but then it's going to close off some light. So I, yeah, I'm going back and forth. Is it, is it good just for design or should I keep the light and keep it open? You know? So anyway, we're going back and forth. He wants to just do a little arch on like the corners so that there's some yeah, style then to the closed, the closing the um cased opening so i have yeah. i want to talk about this actually a little bit more because yeah. so right now we have either 10 or 11 inch ceilings i don't yeah. know i'm literally 5'3 it's ginormous okay to well, me 11 inch tall. you mean 11 foot i'm sorry yeah <laughs> you're I'm an so- <laughs> 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 what did i say 11 inch <laughs> our ceilings are like 10 foot ceilings there we go. i think okay yeah and so when you first walk in the front door there is like uh, not a cased opening it's just open to the living room but there is a small cased opening to both of the hallways that's like rectangly you know yeah like a normal space and so luke wanted to add like the little archway to the main cased opening because it's so tall it's already yeah. open it'd be so easy to add but then I think we have to add arches to the other cased openings. Mm. But since those ones are already dropped in a foot or two, the cased opening, either you'd have to rip up to make them all tall or the cased opening would make the doorways small. Yeah. So it's just like, that's such a hard thing because I really like an arch. So like, I, I definitely vote like try, but I think it's really weird when there's arches on the corners and then it's like, yeah straight in the middle like why is it straight in the middle if it's i think it needs to be a whole way arch yeah because luke said the same thing where he's like i'll just add arches and i'm like no the whole thing has to be an arch it can't be like arch to right. a straight line that's right. weird which i mean so. it, in more in more traditional houses that there are like that are being built you know newer traditional houses they do have the arches i i have a friend that has a newer house and it's like a traditional style house. And they do add the, the arches just to the corners so that it's not just yeah. straight 90 degree lines, right? Yeah. But it's not like a complete arch. So, I mean, it looks good in her house. I just don't know if that's the look that I'm going for my house. I'm trying to make my house look more of like a 70s type feel. Spanishy. And not just Spanishy. I mean, so if you looked at, um, I'd have to show you pictures, but um houses in africa that are being built in the 70s they all have they all have arches and so it's really interesting um i saw it in a what movie did i see it in i was like i need that in my life and then now more like industrial houses they're putting arches in their their houses as well like in the modern houses yeah arches are so, are definitely coming back they're just which is yeah. interesting because case openings altogether went out for a while it was like open is better right. never close anything off and i've always been like in the middle i can appreciate both yeah. depending on just like what house we end up with but i think the out the arches make it cozy i know it gives it a little character i mean and you can really do s- different styles with the arch it's just yeah it just adds a different dimension to it so yeah i want to try it but we'll see if he has to tear it out he has to tear it out hopefully it's not too expensive because we have to buy an arch kit and a couple of them so we'll see well, how why much not they just are make it why does he have to buy the whole arch kit he does not want to make it <laughs> oh okay that's fine i was just thinking it'd be expensive yeah I mean, so there's different ways to make an arch. Our arch is going to be so big that he just wants to buy 
something to that makes sense that makes sense that he gets to just put in there and and also that's like a load-bearing wall so yeah or no it's not it's not it's not oh no our whole house actually because we were scared that it was a load-bearing wall and then our whole house is actually self-supporting in the rafters so we could tear down all of our walls and recreate our house if we really Why wanted to. Just take out your whole ceiling. No, <laughs> no and I've um, told Lale that because I'm like, we could make a master bedroom like suite. Yeah. Like, yeah. take the kid's bedroom out and, like, redesign this place. And he just laughed at me, so. Yeah, he's um, like, LOL, do you know I work during the day? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm not a contractor. So, and everything's yeah. expensive right now. He's like, do you know how much that would cost? And I'm like, no. Oh, exactly. That's really the thing wouldn't is be worth that it right we're now. like, I'm trying to avoid doing any projects with lumber right now. Otherwise, like the arches would probably already be done. But it's just yeah. too expensive yeah. to do that stuff right now. <sighs> yeah. yeah. That's so, exciting though. Anyway. Yeah. So the other thing that I did this weekend. So that was more Lael's news because Lael does most of the house projects. Um, my news is I started a new company with my friend, Christina, and it's a health, well, it's a skincare brand right now. What we want to grow it into is like a health and wellness brand, but for right now, it's a skincare brand. We just launched, launched our face line and we just went to our first farmer's market yesterday at my church so and that was really fun and we were like we need to do more of these things because that was actually really fun to talk to people and explain our product like face to face because sometimes online it's really hard to get people involved or get people interested or asking questions and answering questions face to face was really fun and then it got other people excited about our brand and buying stuff and we were like we need to do this and we loved it and it was great yeah that's awesome yeah, I'm excited. I don't think I've said that on this podcast, like about my new business. I don't think so. you've talked about it yet. Yeah, you should just do give a little spiel about it real fast. Yeah, okay. So we chose the name Olasoma. Olasoma means whole body in Greek. And don't even ask me how we got to that. I, I think we just went back and forth for a day and we're, we started talking about the Greek uh, in the Bible. It started with like, okay, what's biblical health? And then, oh, the... Uh, different languages in of the Bible, Hebrew and Greek. And then we we're like, oh, what's whole body in Greek? <laughs> That's how it got to there. But we chose that because we thought, okay, it's important what goes into your body for wellness, health and wellness. And it's important what goes onto your skin. So our company really focuses on not doing processed ingredients of any kind. Um, it's preservative free. It's gluten-free you know we've we just wanted to cater to a lot of different skin types because I have very very sensitive skin so everything that we create gets tested on my skin and my skin has reacted really badly to certain things but that's good because then we've modified for sensitive skin um but everything we're just super excited about it um I don't know what else to say about my I'm not prepared (laughs) No, no, it's okay. I just wanted you but, to just do like a little plug. Like just, yeah. So you said it was like um, skincare. Maybe just tell like your favorite three products right now and yeah. then tell the um, where they can find them. Okay, cool. So, so yeah. So our motto is from Earth for Humans. 
So that goes along with our preservative-free avenue. Everything is coming straight from foods or from the earth, and they're not processed at all. And the three, I would say my three favorite products right now that we're using in the face line is the face wash. So it's an oil face cleanser. And well, and then Christina reminds me and makeup remover like that was like her purpose for creating that one was that it could take off anything. And uh, but I really love it. Angela and I use it every night. And then after that, I put on the night serum that I actually created because I had been putting on vitamin E oil on my face, but the vitamin E oil that I had buy been buying, it said like organic and all this stuff. And then I look at the back of it and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've been putting this on my face every night. So we made an yeah. actual night serum with actually like good, good ingredients with actual vitamin E. <laughs> And I love it. So it's our night serum. And then I put on the eye therapy every night as well for under my eyes. And those are my main three favorite products. I mean, I use the other stuff, but those are my three staples. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And we have a wrinkle and blemish cream that I also put on pretty frequently as well. It's a mask that you put on at night. And it really helps. So all this stuff is like infused with stuff. It's not like, okay, we added a couple essential oils or whatever. We've actually infused a bunch of stuff in, in all these products. So I really feel like after I use them, it's kind of like, it's like a super powered hydration, everything, you know? So yeah, uh, yeah I really love it. I'm really thankful that Christina knows how to like create things. And then when I go, I don't like this. Can you change this? She changes it because she knows yeah, what she's doing. That's so nice. <laughs> so, that's so nice. So And yeah. then why don't you just tell everybody where they can find this stuff so they can like read yeah. a little bit about what else you guys offer and then they can check out um, you know, just yeah. Everything. So yeah, so we have a website. It's called olosoma.com. So it's O L O S O ma.com and we're also on instagram and facebook and all that if you can't find i guess when you put us into google um like the google search it only pops up our instagram and facebook so i think i have to register our website still i don't even know how to do that so i'm trying to figure that out so that it pops up okay, in the is seo that like on squarespace yeah i can probably help yeah with that. okay cool because yeah when you put it into the google like if you put it into the actual bar at the top and you say olasoma.com, it pops up into the website right away. But if you were to put it into the Google search, it doesn't pop up. It just pops up our Facebook and our Instagram underneath. So, yeah, I just need to register it somehow. Anyway, so yeah, if you could help me with that, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, well, that, that's awesome. I'm glad you got to share that because I know you guys have been working so hard on that. And I'm excited yeah. for your guys' uh, business and to see what everybody thinks. I know. Thank you. Well, thank you for letting me share. I was just going to mention it. And then and then you said, oh, share a little bit. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> so, yeah, Elevator thank you. pitch. Go. <laughs> Anyways. That, okay. All right. Now that we've uh, talked about a lot of stuff, I guess we can actually talk about what they came here for the yeah. episode. Perfect. Topic. Perfect. <laughs> I know. Every once in a while, we have to catch up. I don't think we do it every single time. 
No, we don't. We try not to, at least. So Okay. So, today's episode, as you probably already know because you clicked on this episode, but just in case you didn't, it's how friendships have changed since we became mothers and, like, what's different about them, all that stuff. So, let's get into it. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Go ahead. Go ahead. So I'm just going to start with the first thing we had written down. Okay. <laughs> so um, so less in touch with friends that don't have kids or can't tolerate the children or understand the stresses of our particular children. So yeah. let's get into that a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, my kids are crazy. My kids are absolutely insane. So I have a really hard time with friends that don't have kids or have just one child we don't really make friends very well or and it's hard to keep friends because yeah unless you understand you don't (laughs) well I think it's just easy to for judgment I think if you don't understand and you're not in that position it's very very easy to be like my kids will never be like that I don't want my kids around this I don't want to like this is overwhelming. I um why doesn't why don't they discipline better? I think that there's so much room for judgment and all of that. But when you've gone through it, you're like, "Oh my gosh, it's like a never say never type of moment." Like, "Oh my gosh, yeah. I can't believe I made judgment on that mom and here I am 5 years later, you know." So yeah, but, my whole life. Yeah. My exact Yeah. exactly what happened to me. <laughs> Well, um, for example, I saw a friend yesterday and she was like, we should go to Ikea together soon. And I said, okay, I can do it on a weekend when Luke can be home with the kids. Yeah. Because I'm not taking my kids to Ikea. Like, Roland is going to be bored. Yeah. Forrest is going to be bored. They're going to want to run around and I'm not going to want them to run around and then I'm not going to be able to look at stuff. Yeah. So that's like not fun. And she has um, two girls. Um, one who's like 14, one who's like eight, I think. And then a son who is four. So her son is, um, a boy. So, but like when he's in public, he's shy. So he like sits nicely even. And I'm like, what? You know? So she's like, oh, like, I, you know, like I have kids. I don't mind. It'll be totally fine if we all go together. And I'm like, I get that you would be fine with it. I'm the one who's not (laughs) fine with it. (laughs) Like, it won't be enjoyable for me at that point, like, if my kids come. So, um, it's just one of those things where it it also just depends on your children. And it's not like a competition. It's not like a, well, your kids sit, you're so lucky. But it's like, because my kids don't sit, I know what I can and can't do where it would be enjoyable for me. So, I, like, have to set myself up for success where it's like, hey, take my kids to Ikea because... I want to go to Ikea, but then I'll be freaking mad and frazzled the whole time or plan to go when I can be alone and have a nice time. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I just took two of my kids to Ikea, but it was fine because I planned for it and I took the two calmer ones. I left the wild one out. Yeah. Because it was just like, I know I can do it with one or two children, but the calm ones. (laughs) So... Yeah, I couldn't. And then it, they still got by the end. You go through a huge store. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. And by the end, it's like no one can sit still. It's not enjoyable by the end. And then I'm bribing them with a TV show because I'm like, please sit down and be yes. quiet. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, it's just not 
unless you go all the time if you live like 15 minutes away and you go all the time and you're like okay I just need to go to that one section that's different but yeah it's not target exactly so exactly and that's um that was just an example of like understanding the stress of your own children because then what if I went okay and what if my kids were being children as they are yeah um I would have been like embarrassed and stuff but like why am I embarrassed I chose to put myself in a situation that I knew my kids might not handle well right so just don't do that yeah um and then I I also struggle I do have like I have less friends who have no kids at this point but I have like some and I always ah I don't know I I'm trying to tread lightly here but I always just kind of chuckle when if they're like quote unquote helping you watch your kids or something and then they like will be a little bit snarky about like the fact that like they were helping and I'm like oh you're right you helped for five minutes gold star you know because it's like dude you get to do whatever you want 24 7 yeah yeah (laughs) you helped me do something I wanted for five minutes maybe pee alone or something like chill out yeah so anyways yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) I don't think well and I think that that's my biggest disconnect um I love all my friends that are single and kidless I really do love you but it's one of those things I don't think of you guys when I go to the park with my kids like I don't think of you guys when I do that because I don't think that our conversations are the same as with my mom friends like the conversations that I really need are the conversations like I'm so tired do you understand me and my single mom friend or my single friends don't don't understand that they think that they're tired and they're not they think that they're overwhelmed but they're not experienced this kind of tiredness because I remember when I had no kids and thought I was tired Right. And my mom friends were probably like, LOL, she thinks she's tired, right? Yeah. So, and and like, it's not a competition thing. It's just like an experience-based thing. Yeah. So I, I do struggle with that a lot too, because it really tests me as a person, like learning how to bite my tongue. Yeah. Because it's not like, it's not a cute look to be like, you think you're tired? <laughs> like, no, you know? But it is also hard for me when I have friends who like they're choosing to never have kids. And I think that's fine if that's what you want to do. I don't think everybody's supposed to have kids or should. But it does get to me when it becomes like a peeing contest. Yeah. Sometimes where they're like, well, you wanted to have kids. And I'm like, well, you wanted to have do whatever you wanted your whole life. And I chose not to be so. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I'm not trying to be mean and I know I'm sounding bitter. But the only reason I am is because why are you making it a competition with me? You know what I mean? Like, just don't try me like that and then I won't have to be ugly. I'm trying to be good, people. Okay, so that's my my only thing is like, because I... I'm just growing. I'm just a person. I'm just growing. So I'm working on like holding my tongue with stuff, but I just do find it hard when I just feel like they can't relate to me, even if they try and I love them and they love me and we really do try. But it's just like, there's big parts of my life I can't share with you because you're not going to get it or you're going to feel like maybe threatened by what you think I'm saying, but I'm not trying to be like that, you know? So yeah, that, that has been a, a big struggle. And so I've just learned to, like I said, hold my tongue and also 
be like just roll my eyes in private and be like you know what who cares if they like they think they're tired great maybe they're tired okay but it's just uh (laughs) i think i think if i surrounded myself like if those were my all my friends were friends who like had no kids didn't want to have kids i would freak out yeah because it's just like you do need people who can validate (laughs) you from personal experience and you need to be able to actually like be honest yeah (laughs) you know and if like someone's never disciplined a toddler you don't want to tell them about your toddler being bad because they don't get it they're not going to be able to give you sound like validation or even sound advice because you can't give advice until you do it it's like if I tried to give advice on raising a teenager I've only ever been one I've never raised one so I don't know how to do that yeah you know so well yeah and I I think you know you have friends for different things in your life like I call you for certain things Rachel and maybe I call Nicole for other things you know and it's yeah and that's just how it is and I think you I just don't call my single friends as much because it's like well what do I talk to you about I mean and yes we have fun and we hang out and they love my children it's fine yeah uh, yeah but if I have an issue with say marriage I'm yeah. not going to be calling my single Someone friend, not married. you know, <laughs> yeah, in the same exactly, sense, it's like yeah. most of my problems revolve around my children. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's like, same. what do yeah. I do? Um, they're doing this, you know, or like, I just want to talk about yeah. something. And so my first reaction isn't to call someone that's single um, or doesn't have children. So or even friends that have just one, you know, I I have like my kids, my oldest, he has. Well, what we're thinking is. ADHD and we're we don't like labeling stuff because we're not a medication type family so we are just kind of rolling with it like what's going on let's try to figure this out Uh, especially with school and reading and things like that because that's his age group right now as he should be learning how to read or know how to read by now um so why not why isn't he knowing how to read now so anyway so that's something that is also kind of set sets me apart from I talk to moms that kind of understand homeschooling and homeschooling ADHD kid you know that really helps me in my season right now is to put myself around like-minded moms that are oh yeah I've been there I know it's really hard or hey have you tried this or hey have you tried that like that's a super great conversation for me (laughs) You know, someone just looking at me and being like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sure that it's hard. That's not helpful for me. (laughs) You're like, yeah, that validated me and all, but like, yeah, I don't know how to make it better. So, yeah. yeah. So, and I think too, even in the homeschool realm, um, it it is hard. It kind of has set my friendships apart even in that realm because for – when moms say, oh, you're so strong. I don't know how you do what you do. I can't do it. That's why I don't do it. Those friendships are still valuable to me. But sometimes I need someone that's like helping me, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, th- those comments just made me mad. And I know that's just people trying to like whatever. I don't even know. Okay. But those comments do bother me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we've talked, I think we've talked about this off, off mic. It's, 
it's like if you have a conviction to do something, if you feel like it would really benefit your child, but you're not doing it, why are you not doing it? You know, and I think that that's something that we've talked about off mic. Um, yeah, but well, I don't honestly, know. I think that maybe they're not convicted to do it because I know exactly I have friends who like they are they stay they're stay at home moms and their kids go to school like even through the summer and they're like, dude, I couldn't be with my kid all day, and I'm like, I can't be with my kids all day either, dude. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I'm freaking it's, crazy. Yeah, I think it's that thing. It's like we're not different. Our kids aren't better. It's it's we didn't choose it because it's easy, right? We chose it because we have we had different convictions about it. And so no, and yeah. I have a friend. I actually have a friend that listens, and she's just like, Alexa, you're doing it the right way. Like keep doing what you're doing. I just can't do it. And I I understand that. I really do understand that. It is very very hard, and you really, really do have to have that conviction in your soul <laughs> to continue chugging yeah. along. So, yeah, um, I agree. And yeah. and I think it's one of those things where it's like, because I talk about this a lot with Luke, like, why do I feel like strongly that I have to like try this way when I know it's so much harder? Yeah. And it's like, because I'm, I'm thinking end goal, you know? Right. And, and everybody's end goal looks different. Yes. And that's okay. Exactly. You know, but, exactly. but you, it's nice to have people who have similar end goals to you because yeah. then you can like talk through the journey. Yeah. Know? So, yeah. yeah. And, and, um, that kind of brings us to our next point, which is it becomes super specific because you want friends where your kids will be friends with their kids and that they won't, I guess, I don't want to say, like, just, like, be a bad influence, but I want to say, like, you know, int- like, maybe you guys have different different moral spectrums as families, and as adult friends, that's fine, but with the way they're raising their kids versus the way you intend to raise yours, it differentiates, Yeah, you know, and that's when you kind of have to be, like, ugh, not that, like, you can't be their friend anymore, but maybe that means you see them for coffee dates alone, yeah. you know? And not that you go for play dates. And that's really, really tricky to, like, figure out. I haven't had to deal with that that much before, thankfully, yet. Um, uh, but also, I am not... I'm not necessarily afraid either. Like, if I am, like, at a friend's house and they were going to put on a movie for the kids, but it's something, like, I know, like, would be a little scary for Roland because Roland thinks stuff scary... I would be like, hey, like, is it cool if we watch something else? Because that's scary for my kid, you know? Yeah. So I guess, like, learning how to, like, be vocal. But also, maybe, like, I don't know. You just never know. You never know what words they're going to say or what shows they'll put on or what music they'll put on, what snacks they'll give them. Yeah. I know that's, like, a lot of stuff. But it's stuff you have have to think about if it's stuff you care about. Yeah. And so that's why I just think it's important to, like, continue to work on your community so that you, they match your convictions as a family yeah. I guess yeah. you know and it doesn't have to meet up 100 100 as long as you guys are cool with all chatting about like what's cool and what's not cool when you're all together yeah with your kids yeah right yeah and I saw this meme I saw this meme it was like a homeschooling meme I think and it was like you're gonna homeschool your kids are gonna be different than everybody else and then the mom was like, that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. And I thought that was really clever. 
But I want to give an example um, like of when it does work with parents that we don't do things the same, but they respect and love you as friends and individuals. And so I have a friend. Uh, hi, Kelly. She listens. Hi, Kelly. Um, and she doesn't homeschool her kids. And also they eat a lot differently than us. So she has taken a huge effort to be like, hey, I remembered not to put dyes in or get stuff with dyes or whatever. Like she does this whole huge effort and I see it and I'm like, this is awesome because then I feel so like nice. we can hang out and I don't have to worry about every little thing like, oh, I have to catch up on the like, what are we watching on TV? What are we doing here? What are we doing there? Like, she's very just conscious of, okay, Alexa's kids are coming over. We're hanging out with Alexa. Let's make sure that we're thinking about these other little things. And it makes it so nice. It makes it nice. Yeah. You know, like, we don't yeah. have to be the same. We don't have to do everything the same. We have certain things in common. And as long as we respect each other. And I think that that's where it ends because I think – a lot of families, they think, okay, my way is the right way and the only way. And so we then typically split apart and we don't hang out, you know? Yeah. But I think yeah. if we can respect each other and be like, okay, why do you not do this? Oh, okay, it's for that reason. Okay, cool. I can I can change respect a little that. bit when you're around, you know? And yeah. that's awesome. And I, I do tend to find myself um, compromising a lot Yeah. with that kind of stuff where it's like you know, okay, he's eating weird stuff or whatever. I don't know. Right. And it's tricky because I try to find a balance because I try not to like, I am a lot more chill than I once was. Um, but I do know like what affects him and what doesn't. So yeah. I try to like keep it reasonable. Yeah. But yeah, that, that is, that is always kind of tricky. That's why I do like try to bring like my own snacks and stuff like that. And right. but luckily, um, I think most of my friends here that I see do eat more, more healthy at the very least because yeah. they're like health conscious as well so mm -hmm. maybe not to like the extent of me yeah because like I try to avoid um stabilizers and um polyunsaturated fats right so people are like what does that mean <laughs> what <laughs> um, are you but basically <laughs> yeah so but the thing is is you can find plenty of stuff that has oils in it that doesn't oxidize in the sunlight okay and so it's just like I try to buy chips cooked in avocado oil instead of canola oil, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So it's just like I'm a big ingredient reader, but like people wouldn't know that necessarily. So they just be like, here's chips. And they're like, it's organic. And I'm like, I could care less about organic. I care about what's in it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? So, um, yeah. yeah. But I do think like if you have friends that make an effort, that is so nice. Or just like bring your own snacks. So. Right. Well, and but I'm more worried about like the words they use and yes. the stuff they watch mm -hmm. because I just don't want my kids watch. So, for example, commercials. Okay. Yeah. We don't watch anything that has commercials. Yeah. And commercials are marketed towards children to get them to ask their parents for it. Yeah. I've literally heard in kids' commercials be like, "Ask your mom and dad when you're at the store," and I'm like, "How about no? You do not say that." <laughs> yes. Commercial. You know. Yes. And so it's like if my kids are somewhere, they're watching something that's a commercial and then it's marketing towards my child and then my kids like thinking they need to ask me for stuff. I think not. Yeah. So that's that's like a, an example of stuff that bothers yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Well, which is not necessarily the parents fault, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. 
yeah, communicating that up front and then you kind of find out who your friends are, right? But we had yeah. we had cable for six months. Like Lael thought it was gonna be a really big treat for us. Like, oh, we're gonna get cable. It was only this to add it to our phone bill or blah, blah, blah whatever. And yeah, it's true. Your kids start asking for stuff. Like my kids became the most unhappy, ha- un- the most unhappiest people on the planet because they didn't have this toy or this toy or this toy. I was like, you never knew that existed a week ago. Yeah. And all of a sudden yeah. you need these things. It was insane. That was, it was crazy to kind of see that, that huge difference in not having commercials and then having commercials. It's, it does yeah. it does work it's, it works advertising if works. you want to get freaked out if you want to get really freaked out research the history of advertising yeah and just like how they used to market towards moms because moms were the ones who shop yeah and now they go past the moms and they market straight to the kids and honestly it's wicked it's yeah. freaking scary guys i know because they know they research psychology like of colors and words and specific right. sounds that trigger things in kids brains and it's like no scary scary that's scary <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so and then the, I wanted oh, I wanted to talk to you about so like our neighbors they cuss and they don't do things the way that we do things. Um, they go to public school. They you know they live differently than we do. But okay, so how do you keep your kid away from your neighbor? That's not something that we you know wanted to go down that that road. So so basically, it gets easier when the kids get older because Eric will just straight up be like, I don't want you to say that. And we are so blessed to have neighbors that actually care and go, oh, we don't say that around Eric. Oh, we don't do that around Eric. Oh, we don't go inside the house and game. We come outside and play on our bikes or whatever, you know, where mom can see them kind of thing. And they've been really respectful. So, I mean, it gets better. It's not like, okay, we never hang out with any kids that don't fit into our little circle. I mean, we typically find friends that way, but... It gets better as we get older to kind of communicate, hey, we don't do that. And if they really don't want to hang out with you, then they just won't change, right? We'll find different friends. Right. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I don't know why I needed to add that, but I just kind of thought that was nice just as he's getting older. It's easier not to have to put like a box around him. Like, oh, no, yeah, I'm protecting him. And now he can kind of speak up for himself, too, on like what he's comfortable with and – yeah, which is cool. And that's why it gets, like, really important on teaching your kids stuff. Yeah. And teaching your kids – like, I saw a really cool book on basically you teach your kids about all the bad stuff so that they know when they start to hear it or see it or anything, they can say, that I am not okay with this. We, this, we need to turn this off. Yeah. Because instead of being like, oh, well, they just we'll – we'll do our best to keep them away from it. You're not there 24-7, especially if you let them just play in the neighborhood and stuff. And, yeah. Um, yeah, because we were letting Roland play with the neighborhood kids here, and I was always with them because my kids are still young. Yeah. But it was just funny because, like, one of the younger boys, when the older boy walked away, he was like, he cusses sometimes, so I'm sorry if he cusses around you or whatever. And then when he came, the older boy came back, the younger boy, like, whispered to him, like make sure you don't cuss around her okay because she's the mom and he's like what are you saying like I never do that or whatever right um and I was just like chuckling because I'm like see yeah, yeah. because everybody puts on a nice show for mom but right you know. but the the younger kid was still innocent enough where he was just like yeah he cusses but I'll, I'll try to tell him to not <laughs> and I was just like oh my gosh that's so funny yeah oh my okay gosh. anyways next point 
the last point we wanted to touch on was something I actually heard in a different podcast the other day, but it really resonated with me and I feel like it applies so much to this topic. So I wanted to mention it and it's, they, there's like a statistic behind the top three people that you keep closest to you and that they influence you the most. And so the, I was listening to a business podcast, but I feel like this is so important. So for example, um, like Alexa. Alexa is one of my top three, okay? Yay. I keep her pretty I keep her pretty close. And she is the good kind of influence. And it's been really great for me and just like getting stuff done and things like that. Um and it's because if Alexa if I was like, Alexa, I have this business idea, okay? Or I have this idea of something I want to do with my kids. It's kind of out there and different. She's not like, that sounds like a lot of work, like that sounds stupid and weird, or like, why are you, why would you even try to do that or whatever? She's like, oh yeah, like you should definitely go for it or here's some things you can do to like give that a try or whatever, you know, like very supportive and also like goal oriented and organized and um, that's awesome because what if she wasn't like that and I came to her for advice about my kids or about my businesses and she um, tore me down, yeah. you know, or like freaked me out, like psyched me out of doing literally anything ever. Like that's not very helpful. <laughs> I'm you know not what that I person. Mean? <laughs> yeah. No. So, um, and it's the same kind of thing. Like what if your best friend was a mom, but she's like super into partying, which like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm saying I'm not into that anymore though. And so she could always be like, hey, come out with me. Like, leave your kids with Luke. Let's go do stuff. Let's go do stuff. But then me right now, what's most important to me is being with my family. And so that could really influence me negatively, you know? So I think it's one of those things where it's like, you don't have to cut off all your friends who do things differently than you, but you have to say, are they in a top three to five spot? You know? Yeah. Like, maybe not anymore. And that's okay. Yeah. Because you want to keep the people there who, you know, you want the right people in your circle. You want the people who are pushing you towards what you want. And so, like, for me, that's my family towards Christ and towards, like, passion projects and stuff, you know? Yeah. So, and just bettering my myself and who I am for my family and for Christ and stuff. So, yeah. Um, I think that is a really good thing to keep in mind that the people closest to you affect you a lot more than you ever realize and I just remember when I first decided I wanted to be a photographer I had some I had a decent amount of people who were very supportive that were in my like top five and I had one person who I really like loved and like valued their opinion and they talked down to me about it a lot Mm -hmm. like it's not a real job you're making a terrible mistake you're never going to get to do anything with this like why do you think you can do anything with this like you'll never make anything out of this kind of thing um and thankfully because of my personality I was able to be like wow that's really hurtful but I'm still gonna do it yeah and if you're right okay but at least I didn't not try you know But not everybody's personality is like that. Sometimes that person could hurt you and then you could avoid doing it, you know, altogether. So um, that's why I think that is really important just in your motherhood and if you're a a multifaceted 
person like Alexa and I, where we do, you know, moms and, and mom stuff and business stuff and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you want, you want the, you want the, the right people closest to you, influencing you in the right ways and, and helping you, um, try stuff. Yeah. You know? I re- yeah. yeah. I really, really love that because while we tolerate, I, tolerate's the wrong word, but while we still can hang out with other people and other friends and neighbors or whatever that, you know, don't do things the same way. You definitely do want to be really, really thoughtful of who you keep around you in your tight circle. It, it yeah. is important. It really is. Because I, I, I want to say, I don't know if you've noticed, Rachel, but within the last year, I've grown a lot as a person. And yeah. it's because, and I've actually gotten things done. Because I've, I've, for the longest time, I've been just like a dreamer. And it's yeah. constantly because people are the people I had around me were toxic and negative and not were speaking good things into me. And so when I finally realized I need to get rid of some baggage and I need to take out the trash is basically what, yeah. you know, I needed to do in my life and stop giving certain people a place to power over yeah you. put a yeah. negative like words have power yeah so, yeah just so many toxic relationships and so many relationships I've also put at like a hand you know an arm's reach like I'm not going to talk yeah. to you every day and you you I'll never talk to you ever again <laughs> I really had yeah. to do that and within the last year I've changed into like a different a completely different person it's not that I'm a different person it's just that all my good stuff is like coming to the top where that was yeah. so beat down for so long and it, it really does matter and if you're trying to swim against the stream right um, I don't yeah. know if that's the right thing, but, you know, you're trying to do things like homeschooling or you're trying to do things in your motherhood journey like, oh, I'm trying to do more positive parenting. I'm not trying to do spanking all the time or, you know, you're trying to do things differently than what you were taught to do or whatever. You really need those people around you to encourage you. Yeah. Definitely. And I think that that's a really great point to bring up for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. I agree. And I have noticed that. And even I feel like that with me. I mean, I am very much like going in a weight in waves, but I just remember like at the beginning with business stuff, I was always like, we're not doing that. We can't do that. We can't do that. We're not doing that. That's too much stuff. Yeah. And now it's more like, I feel like since you've been able to like do more stuff now, I feel like it's rubbing off on me where it's like, it doesn't have to be perfect, but you have to finish it. Yeah, you know, exactly. So that's what um, I feel like is a, a good change that I've seen in myself because it's like I'm very I don't consider myself a perfectionist. But for some reason with stuff with my brand, I'm like, it has to be perfect before anyone can ever see it. And it's yeah. like nothing will ever get done then. Exactly. So it has to be done. Not perfect. <laughs> done. You know? Yeah. I have to remind so, myself that about cleaning the house. It might not be perfect, but has to get done. Has to be done. Yeah. Because <laughs> exactly. I want everything completely organized. I don't want to just shove things in a closet and make it look tidy. But we'll just do it in sections. Every once yeah. in a while. <laughs> well, I know. 
it's like a tornado in here like i clean it and then a week later it's like what happened i thought i cleaned and organized last week yeah that's my whole life (laughs) and i have to be like luke this is my new system i know you didn't know and that's why you messed it up but you should have just known my new system (laughs) so i'm have to be like this is this exact weird system that i made up even though i've already did the made a 13 different versions of this this is the new one i thought you did it this way yeah 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 well we might want to hit on like just to close we might want to hit on that point that we skipped over yeah this is this is a good one this is um just yeah the fact that we don't talk as much to our friends as we used to because we were free more yeah and i i think like a one thing i can think of immediately is before when i used to live where i live now one of my close girlfriends she doesn't want to have kids at all and so we would go like once a week and get coffee like first thing in the morning we'd go sit and have coffee for like an hour or two and just chat and it was so nice i loved that time yeah you know but like that's not even really an option for me right now unless i did it on like a saturday yeah and it's hard because like she still doesn't want to have kids and i want to have 17 more (laughs) and so she'll like if she's like i miss like our coffee dates and i'm like hey me too like you can always come have coffee here at my house with me and she will but it's just like it changes yeah i don't always or even like alexa and i we talk on the phone sometimes and sometimes we're just chatting even if we're in a really good rhythm and stuff's happening with our kids and we have to get off the phone yeah that's our priority so it's just one of those things where it's like it changes and it's not because we don't want to talk to our friends but it's because like if i prioritize talking to you on the phone i will actually be murdering my kids while i'm on the phone because they'll be doing stuff that i don't like so right yeah yeah i feel like they try they wait till i'm on the phone to do the bad stuff so yeah um it's just things are different and it's we still love you but things will be different and that's okay yeah things change in seasons so and i mean am i allowed to say too i mean and we probably touched on this at the beginning of the episode but i have a friend that talks to me about dating stuff and while i love her i'm like i don't have time to talk about your dating life because i have little children that i need to take care of and i don't know it's it's really really hard it's like priorities in life like you said a priority our kids are the priority we get off the phone when our kids start freaking out but in conversation and we could totally add this out but in conversation there are certain things that I don't really want to talk about anymore because they're no longer relevant in my life at all yeah you know and like dating that's like that's eight years ago I I can't even give dating advice that was so long ago I'm just like I don't even know what to say because dating has changed so much in eight years that I don't even know what to say I and I don't have time to really even put my brain there but I mean I guess if you're friends you're friends and you can talk about whatever but I think when your brain is like at full capacity you're like I these are the things that fit into my brain and dating is not something that fits into my brain at this moment I don't have time well I think the hardest thing for me when talking about like dating is because I've like worked through a lot of big marital stuff at this point Whenever I hear, like, stuff that I think is dumb about dating, and I used to think it was dumb yeah, when I was dating. Sure. But to me, I'm like, say goodbye to him, honey, because he's being dumb. Yeah. That's not husband material. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And so to me, it's like, 
here, easy answer. Break up with him. Yes. You know, no big deal. You're not going to marry that guy. See that you're not going to marry him and move on. Um, but that's not very compassionate, number one. I know. But also, it's hard for me to be on the phone and be like, yeah, that's really hard. Maybe you should try this. No. No games. <laughs> no nonsense. Either he's marriage material and you are working towards that or yes. you're wasting your time. So say goodbye. So it, that's what when it changes is because it's not a priority to us anymore because we're way past that season. And I feel like we see it differently because we've been in, in a monogamous monogamous relationship for so long yeah. when you're like, dude, I don't even have time for that nonsense. I wouldn't have had time for that nonsense when I was dating right. and definitely not now that I've had a loyal, good man for, you know, t- like seven years right. or whatever. Right. So, um, yeah, so that is hard. That is really hard. But, I mean, that sucks because when you're dating, it sucks to date. Like, dating's no fun. I and know. It's hard, and I get that. I know. But also, oh. So glad I'm not. I literally, when my friends talk to me about dating, I'm like, Luke, I'm so glad we're married. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm married and I'm done with I that know. season because that season is garbage. I know. <laughs> Guys, nowadays, oh, I, I'm telling you, it's the, what is it, the fishing hole or whatever, the ocean, the many fish. It There's not yeah. a lot of fish out in the sea anymore. That's, I... I don't. I don't know the things that these guys do. Where are they? I'm like, like in Alaska or something. What? Like it doesn't even. Yeah. I don't even know. Like that stuff never happened to me. And yes, again, it could have been because I was a little more no nonsense and, you know, about my dating experience. But yeah. the things that happen to my friend right now, I'm just like, he said what? Like what? I it just. I just want to yeah. punch them, and I can't because I'm yeah. just like I'm. I can't. I don't, I don't know where this person lives. Anyway, so. <laughs> but I get it. I get it. I agree. And that is that is something that's, um, it is tricky because you you talk less and less to someone too when you're like, sorry, but like, because I'm not in your season of life, I'm not even going to be helpful to you other than being like, break up with him or stop complaining about it. <laughs> right. You know yeah, it's I mean? not so much fun talking to me about dating. So just FYI, it's not fun because I'm just like, uh. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, break up. I agree. That's it. Yeah. So. Yeah. But anyways, so that was that was like a little bit all over the place. I hope you guys still really like, you know, felt our heart through it and understand where we're coming from. And I'm curious, like, I'm sure you guys might disagree with some of that. And, you know, maybe you're still same friends with all of the friends you've ever been with. But I just almost doubt that. <laughs> so right. I'm curious to see what you guys say. But I do hope that this was helpful and at least an insight, like how friendships change and will continue to change through these seasons of motherhood oh so. i had one quick question i saw okay yeah. i saw something i saw a little meme the other day about like where are all these mom group friends like now i'm gonna miss m- mess up the meme but it was about how do you find a whole group of mom friends because i'm having trouble just finding one you know and did you well, see that going around no but this is my this is my not so passionate compassionate opinion on that okay go for it is those are face those are face value friendships yeah it has to be because everybody i know who has like 13 bridesmaids it's like haha whatever cutesy whatever nothing's real life you know right it's not like hey i laid in my bed and threw up in a trash can yesterday what did you do yeah you know what i mean (laughs) well it's yeah and i have a i have like i have you know like you said the three the top three to five 
but I don't think my top three to five would actually get along or want to hang out in a group because we're all different we hang yeah me, I'm the same way. I hang out with you differently than I hang out with other people like it's not that I'm a different person it's just we talk about different things so I I don't see us hanging out and being like BFFs but I guess that's, that was my question I was like do you have a friend group or I have different that are different actually genuine that are does genuine. that make sense so yeah I have different friend groups and so this is interesting because Luke wants to have a fourth of July party and he's like let's just invite everybody oh, and I no. say <laughs> how are we going to invite all of our friend groups when um the, uh, yeah. yeah I can't say can't why clash together but it's like yeah these ones are like are very much like are very like spiritual we love these people for these reasons and then these are like friends that we made like through your work and it's not that they couldn't all go together but I just would I don't think any of them will get along and that will be weird because like we I'm a very I have a lot of different not I'm a broad person I guess I should say so I have all different types of friends for all different types of reasons yeah and like like I'll be the same around all of them but they're friends with me for different reasons yeah. so like one friend's my friend because they you know want to talk to me about gardening and then one friend's my friend because our husbands were deployed together yeah and so and we have kids that are the same age you know right. so it's like put those together they're gonna be like oh so do you garden and they'll be like no and they'll be like okay well what do you do and they'll be like I'm a professor and they'll be like okay well I stay home with my kids and then you know and it's right. just like you know, it's just like one of those things where I have different friend groups, but I don't mix them together. But I'm also not going to like be like, you guys should all take big girl gang photos with me because we're just like not like that. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's and fun. I'm starting to learn it's not fun to join people together that aren't supposed to be together. I tried doing that. Yeah. I tried having a reunion for my high school class, my in like church high school yeah. class nobody wanted to come everybody said no and I and then I started learning it was because well so and so's coming and so and so's coming and I'm like there's no way women get along in groups because if anyone can't just come to a high school reunion <laughs> there's no way these women groups actually exist so anyway yeah and, and I think yeah anyway, yeah. anyway. It, ju- it just kind of it is interesting it is interesting. And I think it's fine to have different friend groups for different reasons. And I think maybe so don't too. mix them and that's okay. But it's tricky because, like, I'm, like, a party person. And what I mean by that is I want a big surprise birthday party and I want all my friends to be there. Yeah. But I don't want it to have to be, like, weird for them. So what am I supposed to have, like, three birthday parties? <laughs> no. How about you guys just all come to my party and celebrate me and sure. then, like, talk to the ones – like, try to talk to everybody. And I know they all would and it would be fine, but – I just wouldn't uh, my fear is is that them be like they're friends with those people ew you know right. it looks like well if they're like that then they're not good friends and I'm like yeah. okay you're right but I think it's easier it's, too if it's women and it's just one event for the year and it's like oh we're getting together and we can handle those people for a short period of time but the, it's yeah, not like the friends funny, it's not like oh we're hanging out every day at the coffee shop hanging out no that doesn't exist. No, I wish it was. I think it can. I think some people have that. I think that's when you find your community. Hmm. You know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But. It's never existed yeah. for me. 
And I just really wonder if people out there have like a friends sort of community. Anyway. Yeah. I, yeah. And I think I mean, we I see it online. Groups, I think but... we see it online. But then it's like we all doubt. Is that really thing a real thing or is it just a posed photo? It's probably just a posed photo. But again. No, I think it's a thing. That's dude. why I'm asking thing. this question. I'm like, okay, do you have a friends group? Like a friends. Me? And no, to our audience. Oh, okay. You know, yes. That's why I'm yeah. posing. And like, I, I'm really curious. Maybe someone out there has an actual group that they're like, yeah, we're just like friends. Yes. And we hang out like all the time and we actually like each other. <laughs> I'm yeah. curious to know. I think <laughs> yes. I think yes and no. Because I had a friend group like that here before I moved and two of the people moved out of it. Yeah. And when, when I came back to visit, there was like a new girl. Yeah. And I didn't like her husband. And that made it really hard for me because we would all get together for dinners. Like, we did that this past week before I got sick. We all got together for dinners. Yeah. Luckily, the one that I didn't like, they moved. But um, it's just like in the past when we would do that, we would we play games and, you know, stuff like that. Or our kids hang out and we just talk or whatever. Um, I would get mad playing games with him. And I would, like, verbally be fighting with him. Yeah. <laughs> Because he would say crazy stuff that, like, wasn't nice. And I would be like, you don't get to say that to me. Yeah. Because, like, who are you, dude? You know? And then we'd be fighting and it wasn't nice. So, anyways. Um, I think even if you do have that, there's almost always going to be, like, you still gravitate towards, like, certain people in the group more than others. But you can all still hang out just fine. Yeah. But you wouldn't go one-on-one with all of them. You'd only go one-on-one with some of them. Does yeah. that make sense? Just like in Friends, you don't see, like... Joey or okay you don't see like Chandler and Rachel hanging out alone together like barely ever I don't think yeah you know because they're like not BFFs together and that's okay they hang out together they're friends they're cool but they're not like always off going to get lunch yeah so yeah yeah and maybe this just isn't a thing too when you well when you become a mom though is this still a thing because do we even have time to get together unless everyone has wild crazy children we just don't have well, time we just, for that like anymore. i said we just did that we just did that it was spur of the moment yeah one of the people like there was a, a girl who's single with no kids there's a couple who doesn't have kids and doesn't want to and then there's yeah. two of us couples who do have kids yeah and we all hang out isn't that hmm. weird yeah yeah that's kind of cool. Not every day because we have kids, but I know. But like they'll be like, "Hey, like let's all have dinner," you know, and we might do that for like Fourth of July kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like friends, and it's not the same. I don't think it's. And there are friends. I don't know. Anyways, let's stop talking about this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's let let's let people let's let people write in about that because, um, I'm I'm curious to see like at on what level this is right. for people you know so yeah and this has been a very long episode i know <laughs> so <laughs> we're always like it will be short and then it's always like the longest one okay <laughs> so long yeah <laughs> anyways but yeah you guys write in about that and and we'll chat about it a little bit more then because i'm curious to see what you guys say and yes. also how you met and and maybe why you became friends or like why you're still friends are you just friends because you have been friends or what you know yeah i'm curious so yeah i'm curious okay okay i think that's enough of that i hope you guys enjoyed this sorry we talk so much but that's why you <laughs> listen to this isn't it though right yeah because we talk yes. so much <laughs> <laughs> well we love you guys and we'll talk to you soon 
See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can contact us at momsoutloudpodcast at gmail.com with questions, topic ideas, and collaborations. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Out Loud. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.